Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. This is our 70th episode, and boy, have we got an episode for you. On this episode, we will be reviewing Relic. We have our something to scream about, which we'll be talking about later on. And our movie from the vault is Child's Play. Is it Child's Play or Child's No Way? <laughs> or Yes Way. All right, How are you doing, mate? You right? You know, my puns are getting fucking worse. Um, yeah, all good. Fucking loving shitty life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loving, loving shitty life. I don't know, mate. It, it's things are things are tough. Things are tough for everyone. It's just fucking shit. But you know, I've got a podcast, so yay! Um, I don't know. I I I got a lovely um surprise in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, what was that then? Well, I got back from a run. Um, yes, I do exercise. <laughs> and uh, on the doorstep was some from Amazon, but I hadn't ordered. Okay. And, um, Werewolf Dan, bless him. Has sent me sent me a little uh, care package to um, make sure that I wasn't going to go stir crazy on my own during the lockdown. Sent me a little jigsaw puzzle, a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle, which is all loads of like horror icons. I mean, some of them I don't, I haven't even seen before, so oh. it's, it's, it's quite interesting. I've, I've had to look a couple up, um, but it doesn't have a list, so you've really got to know. How I've, many pieces I've, is it? It's a thousand pieces. And um, I'm still working on it now. It's on the kitchen side, um, but I'm getting there. It's getting there. It's been good fun. Though. I've been, you know, doing a little bits here and there every night, and just sort of like not being bored. So yeah, right, old old bastard at the moment. It's quite quality. So thank you, Werewolf Dan. That was very nice of you. Yeah, he told me he's going to send you a flash a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, well, I would have got a lot a lot of use out of that. <laughs> oh, you didn't nice. really. I just made that. And then. And a El- Elvira flashlight. <laughs> she's probably got one. She's got loads of stuff. Oh Jesus Christ! But yeah, other than that, I've um, I, I haven't been too busy. I've watched. <laughs> You're gonna fucking laugh. Um, I think mean, I expected you to laugh, but I don't care. So on Netflix, um, a little TV series uh, dropped, and I smashed it in a couple of days because I just thought, why not? And I thought, got, let, let me guess, was this one that was trending throughout the week? Go on, can you guess? I don't know, like some teenage kind of mucky, like weird looking, everybody's beautiful thing. It's No. See, no? I oh, okay. Well, it is. Well, no. I did see that and I was like, Paul will love that. But it's called Fate, a Winx saga. Oh, yeah, that, that, I'm pretty sure that was it. They're not all beautiful people. I didn't really consider it to be like a... It's, it's not like... Um, uh, Sabrina, you know, and uh, Riverdale, but it is, you know, it's tw- it's Twinks. It's like it's definitely a teenage thing, but but it's not as well. It's weird. They've sort of marketed it. it where they've marketed it, there's a lot of swearing, like okay. a lot. Um, and it's and it's like oh, and it's not. I don't, it's not what I expected. I expected it to be this sort of uh, teenage thing in me, Bob. But there's a lot of blood, a lot of gore. It's fairies. It's about fairies. <laughs> You're a fucking fairy. <laughs> And, uh, but <laughs> I am laughing at you now. <laughs> but they, hang on, is this the thing? Like, isn't it? No, it wasn't a, a, an animated thing, was it? Before? I don't fucking know. But so I'm I, sure there's like an animated girls' cartoon called Winks. Right. Well, I, I, I was just unless like, that's just another name, not a cool name for a fairy nowadays. 
maybe. But I, no. I just thought, <laughs> I'm bored. I've completed Netflix. I've watched everything, so this will do. It's, it's smash it around. It's about ten episodes and stuff like that. But it's it's not bad. It's got a lot of weird. It's got swearing in it. You know, like they they swear. So it's, I don't know if that's a new thing. None of that. Uh, I say semi nudity, not really nudity. Uh, over the clothes humping. Over the clothes boning. So, um, but why humping? But the but the action and the the sort of horror and the blood and the gore and stuff that were pretty good. I thought. So scary monsters in the dark. I'm looking forward to season two. Um, but yeah, to combat that, I did watch some actual, actual proper horror. Which, well, cool. proper horror. I watched um, uh, Uncle Peckerhead. Okay. Unless I've I seen the trailer to this. It looks mental. I didn't talk about this last episode, did I? But no. I watched it in the last couple of weeks. Okay, so Uncle Peckerhead. Fucking funny, man. It's free on Amazon uh, Prime, if you're a Prime member. And I'm honestly, it is good fun. And it's like... From our perspective, good old punk band on the road with a demon roadie who's just fucking like, I don't know, like a stoner demon roadie thing. And it's like lots of blood, good good blood and good music. I really enjoyed the music as well. Yeah. Like the bands and stuff play live and that. It's, it, it's, I thought it was all right. Good, cute, cool. good, well humoured. So that was definitely worth a watch. Uncle Peckerhead gets my, uh, and that was last year, 2020. So yeah, I know it's fairly recent, yeah. Good, good movie. Go go and check that one bad boy out. And then one that you mentioned quite a while ago, um, Hell House LLC. Yeah. That was, what, a found footage horror movie? Hmm. I didn't think it was that bad. 2015. I bloody loved it. It, it was, was brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. Really, it was, it was like a, you it know. really spooked me, man. Like, that whole, like the whole kind of like, foreboding stuff like where they're trying to get past people and you don't know if it's personal or a ghost and then things moving and shit is yeah it fucking spooked me man i mean i watched the director's cut so i haven't seen the you know the probably the cut you have i added a few it said it added a few extra bits but i oh, really? um, changed it or whatever but i don't know it's all right it's good i really enjoyed that film it's right up there probably probably one of the the best uh found footage movies I've seen in a long time yeah 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 it's a good one yeah, and it's got like some one. sequels as well isn't it it's like got three, I think two or three sequels after that really okay yeah. well, I'll check them those bad boys out as well um, uh, other than that I watch Human Traffic so there you go <laughs> <laughs> great movie I love that and great soundtrack as a pick me up <laughs> awesome uh, what about you watched anything good um, I haven't watched loads again unfortunately but I did watch one thing on Amazon, I had to pay for it. I watched Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Oh, we were going to do, really yeah, we were going to do that, weren't we? Well, yeah, it's really, it's a shame we hadn't. Um, obviously, this film about Ted Bundy came out in 2019. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Zach Efron's performance was fucking amazing, but it centers around Lily Collins, who plays uh, Ted Bundy's wife, a little bit more, and a bit of kind of how, how what she went through and what she did. Which was interesting, because um, it's kind of a flip. Now, this film is really, really good, but I believe I would have enjoyed it way, way more if I hadn't seen the Ted Bundy Netflix TV show- series that was showed a couple of years ago. The confession it, tapes. Yeah, because yeah, it le- literally, I was shocked watching that. Literally, I was shocked. 
about watching it because I didn't know much about Ted Bundy and I was just like un- I was taken back by it but watching this obviously if you don't know any of that stuff that went on then you'll probably enjoy this movie more because I kind of knew what was coming kind of coming up and I knew oh this is going to be the bit where he does this or this is going to be the bit so but I, could, I still enjoyed it thoroughly but I think if you were watching this with not really knowing much about Ted Bundy you'd probably enjoy it more but the performances are amazing in this Absolutely brilliant. He, he's a because Ted Bundy was a good-looking bloke, and don't get mm. you know Ted, Zac Efron. Yeah, he charisma. He, but he's he's a bit of a. I mean, if you look at Watch Baywatch, he's got some fucking fucking muscles on him. Mm. Um, were they hidden? Because I don't imagine he was. Um, I mean, yeah, look. a bit. That's kind of kind of bit a bit, but yeah, I don't don't I, think, I think really we're worrying about oh, muscles oh. much. <laughs> I think I'll pull up all the pin on that. I might watch that because it's only one ninety nine, isn't it? To rent? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's definitely worth one ninety nine to watch. Um, yeah, I definitely, definitely, definitely uh, recommend going and watching that. And if you haven't seen the the Netflix series, go and watch that because my jaw was dropped while enjoying yeah. watch that. There's a couple of other serial killer things at the moment. I haven't watched any for quite a while, so nothing, nothing's been recommended to me. Mm, there's like, quite a lot churning out in there, like, and you don't know whether they're just going to be the same whole thing. Mm. Yeah, but it's good. Oh, wicked. Right. Check that one out. So we uh, get on to some news then? Let's do it. Have you got any news? I've got a couple of bits, not massive. Um, I, I would like to talk about... Um, St. Maud that is now out to buy. As of now, you can go and buy it from all good online service stores. Um, should I should I make a purchase? Personally, I'd say yes. Okay. But it's one of those movies that is um, you have to be fully immersive in this movie. You have to. You can't be like on your phone or doing something else in the background. It's not that type of movie. It's full on, you know, stay with it. Storytelling. It's it's crazy. I've, I I enjoyed it. And more, it's one of those things where I come out and I was like, oh, I really need to talk to someone about it and, and talk about it. Okay. Um, so I definitely recommend it. Or, you know, if you can rent it for cheaper, maybe do that. Because it's one of those movie, I th- movies, I think a lot of people, it's, lots of people loved it and loads of people have hated it. You know, so, but it's an interesting watch. It's good fun. Well, cool. fun, but it's interesting. It's an interesting <laughs> watch. Other than that, um, have you seen the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer? Fucking hell yeah. Oh my god. Crazy. I don't know. I, don't know what to I hated the last movie, Godzilla really? movie. I thought it was absolute wank. Okay, I, I, I actually quite enjoyed it for some Are reason. Are you sure you're not thinking about the King Kong movie? Nah, Millie Bobby Brown, I watched it. Oh, fucking hell. I love all that shit, though, all those big... They, yeah. I could watch... I, honestly, I could watch any big monster movie. I, I don't give a shit. They, they, I don't care how... No, I love it. monster movies. The problem with every single monster movie is they focus too much on the human element of things and just get rid of that side of thing and just focus on the monsters what they're about and what they do and have them fucking fighting every five five seconds fuck the humans on the ground don't care about them yeah all right but i still love it <laughs> I, I i own them both godzilla versus kong is good man i own them both from blu-ray and i think and i liked kong skull island i thought that was good yeah that's fantastic so what did you make of the trailer 
I don't know, really. You know, it's not loads to go on, was there? Why are they fighting? You know, I thought they'd be... I thought, I really thought, we had discussed this before, I really thought they might team up against something else. Is Kong good, or is Godzilla good? Well, I'm not really the, down on all the kind of class. The, the law. No, I'm not. Um, I need to watch more. And in fact, yeah. one of my uh, bits of news in a minute. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch a lot more, be watching a lot more um, Japanese fucking monster movies over the next couple of months, I think. Definitely, I'm going to get into that sort of genre. Godzilla! Should have pulled the fucking pin in long ago. Watch all those fucking things on Bravo. But anyway, I don't know, man. They just look like... There was like some discussion the fact that they were uh, they were fighting because you know someone's got to be the king. Someone's got to be the king. Maybe, maybe. So maybe. yeah, we'll see more. But I'm looking forward to watching it, and I want to see it at the cinema. I really want to see it. Yeah, it's, well, they're on the bat. It might not be. It might go straight to something like Netflix or something. Well, I'm but, buying a bigger TV. But now. I want you to put your money where your mouth is and put your bet on who's going to win. I don't think it's going to be as simple as that, but I go for Kong. Uh, uh. I think think Godzilla's far kind of a bit more badass. He's got like fire coming out of him and shit. And he's like, but yeah, what do I know? Anyway. But at Mm. a little time of that, Arrow are just releasing a new uh, lovely box set uh, uh, titled Gamera. So all the Gamera movies. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. I am going to pick that bad boy up as a commission. Oh, mate, it looks fucking cool as fuck. So I, I love the artwork and stuff. So from from that perspective, definitely. It's a bit of a pricey one, but, you know, what else am I doing with my time? <laughs> <laughs> Stop me spending money on trainers or some shit. Um, yeah, is that, it? is that what you got? That is, yeah. I, I mean, I, I did have a little, I trawled the kind of internet to have a look at some more interesting stuff, but there aren't loads out there because... So much is on hold at the moment and stuff like that. I just, you know, I just I couldn't Every find time much. I look at the news, it's another movie that's been delayed to another. Yeah, movie. I know, I know. So, I mean, Host uh, just released their T-shirt this week. Um, okay. Now you can now purchase a Host T-shirt. I can't remember where they we said that they were doing that, but if you go and see, it, go and find the lovely. Uh, Jed Shepherd on uh, Twitter. He's got lots and lots of links and stuff like that to be able to show where you can actually buy um, a lovely host T-shirt if you wish. Um, also, hosts is now out to buy. I do believe. Um, I think it's uh, yeah, downloadable and rent. You can rent and download. I'm not sure about hard copy. No, I didn't see that. But yeah, you can definitely buy and watch, which is definitely fucking worth it. Um. Also, in Shudder news, The Woman has just dropped on uh, Shudder. Well worth a watch. Go and see that bad boy. Um, Mad About Horror. I follow these people on uh, Instagram. Yes. Not sure if they're... I think they're a UK-based company. They are UK-based. Yes. Well, in that case, when they finally tell me how much it's going to fucking cost, (laughs) I'm going to make a purchase of a fucking fish ghoulie puppet. Because they are releasing... Two of them, isn't there? They're releasing the um, the sort of green dude that comes out of the fucking toilet, <laughs> toilet monster, as a puppet and also as a mask. I bet I think the masks go for like 
50, 60 quid. They're quite pricey. They're proper, I don't know they're proper trick, trick or treat. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know which one I go for, though. I think the, I don't know. I, I really like the look of the puppet. Uh, I fucking want it. I want it, it has to be the puppet, mate. It's oh, mate, I want the puppet. I want that in my shelf, man. So, yeah, mad about horror. Um, but I need to, ch- I need to get an update because they're, was... they're a good little company. They, well, little, they're quite big. They, they have a lot of stuff and it's quite good because obviously they get it all imported. So if you buy it off them, there's no stupid import fees. So, you know, it's, it's all included in their price. Yeah, I'm going to make some purchases, I think. Mm. That is pretty much where your future Christmas presents are coming from. <laughs> <laughs> Not buying your fucking mask though. Fucking 50 quid, my butt cheeks. <laughs> what am I made of money? Daddy <laughs> Warbucks. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's me in terms of news-wise. Uh, I've done a news hound, and that's that's all I've come up with so far. I've got one piece of info that we need to go through real, real quickly. Is well, um, we follow um, a guy called Daniel Bjork on Instagram, and he runs a company called Kick Punch. I don't know if anybody out there knows um, kind of of his stuff. But um, he's a Swedish artist and his stuff is absolutely insane. He takes the classic Disney kind of covers and characters and stuff like that. And he basically makes them his own. Obviously, you've seen him, Paul. Um, and, and it's just like he'll take things like Jiminy Cricket and turn him into Freddy Krueger. Um, he's done Exorcist of Sleeping Beauty, where she's puking all over the prince. Um, he's he's done so many different things like Sleepaway Camp with um, Mowgli um, from Jungle Book, but just all different things. And we, and I saw he was we saw he was doing a competition, so I thought oh, I'll, I'll I'll enter that um, and see if uh, we win. And funnily enough, we won. Now when you say we, you mean we, don't you? We got a t- we got we somehow got a T-shirt each. Well, he, he knew that we were two people, obviously, and he was like, look, I'm not going to send you one, I'll send you two T-shirts. So we um, picked our own T-shirts and he sent them over and they are awesome. They're so cool. What did you get, Paul? Mate, honestly, where the hell else am I going to get a chopping mall T-shirt, you know? And it's in the style of, like, Wally, basically. But I was yeah, like, look for it. I could have looked for it at these pitches forever, but I was like, I just got to pick one that I feel that I'm never going to oh, get. Oh, God, I could have, like, picked about four. Five or six are so cool. Chopping Mall is, is a great movie. So yeah. uh, I thought I'd pick that one. We're going to do that as a future rewatch at some point. Oh, but, absolutely, uh, yeah. But what did you pick, uh, Matt? What did you pick? Well, I got the Aristocats, but it's a pet cemetery. So they've <laughs> all got red eyes. I just thought, because I wanted to get something that really, like, is really Disney, and you see it straight away, and you know it's Disney straight away, because it's, like, it's just cool. But he does so much stuff, so go check him out. Uh, it's really good prices and his postage is fast. He's really efficient. Um, the, the designs are great. The colours are great. And the sizing is fantastic. Just go and check him out because he's really, really good. He's on Instagram. He's got a, um, a website as well. Just go www.kitpunch.se um, and you'll find him. And he's just great. And I've been speaking to him on, on uh, message. Um, hopefully one day we'll get him on the show and just have a chat, chat about his t-shirts and the concept and stuff. It'd be quite cool. That will be cool. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, I think it's only fair to sort of mention as well. I mean, this is like, you know, Alley Cat Graphics, um, bought out a lovely, um, cause they, he knew obviously that we were doing child's play this, 
this episode. Obviously, yeah. And obviously, to see that up a tree, to coincide with our episode, <laughs> he only released a bloody cushion, <laughs> chucky cushion. Well done. Cheers, John. I and mean, it's already sold out. I know. But he's getting restocks. So go and have a look at it because it's fucking awesome as always. What a legend. Uh, what a legend to support Draw One Last Breath with the Chucky. Go and check yeah. out stuff because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it fucking is, man. Shall right. we move on to our movie review of the week? Let's do it, dude. Do you know where you were, Mum? I suppose I went out. What's this? I was on the property when your grandfather inherited it. His mind wasn't there in the end. You can't put Gran in a home. She can't live on her own anymore. She has to be watched. Everything all right, Gran? I thought this was where it got in. Who? Whoever was coming into the house. So this episode, we have gone to review Relic. Um, we missed this at Fright Fest last year in October. Um, we chose to go, unfortunately, we well, unfortunately, not unfortunately. Fortunately, we chose hosts over Relic because I think they clashed. But we saved Relic and we've gone and watched it. When an elderly mother, Edna, unexpectedly vanishes, her daughter Kay and granddaughter Sam rush to their family's decaying country home to see where she's gone and what the fuck is going on in this movie <laughs> yeah um okay wow uh relic <laughs> yeah i mean there's some brilliant you know people in this movie actors in this movie emily mortimer this is a very different role for her i thought yeah big time she's not really that much horror kudos at all like, no, um, not really how, however the daughter, mm. Bella Heathcote, who yep. plays Sam, yep. fucking tons of it. Pride, mm. and Pride and Prejudice Zombies. She's been in The Neon Demon. That's a fucking great movie. Uh, Dark Shadows. Yeah, man. She's got some uh, proper, hudo- proper horror kudos. I mean, she was in, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey. Or whatever. Well, I don't know what that fucking is, but, she, but apart from that. But yeah, very, very, very interesting character and stuff and and then robin nevin as the as the grandmother Mm. who you know matrix you know she's been around a while but yeah directors natalie erica james and written by mate what did you uh what do you think about this bad boy yeah um just to touch on director as well uh natalie erica james she um has done another movie called cheswick that i've heard is pretty good but she was also uh, an on-set crew member of Upgrade with Lee Wan now, so that's quite oh, interesting. Wow. So I think she's one to watch for definite. Um, yeah, yeah, this film—it's uh, device, a divisive film, I think, where it's kind of one of those films. We are going to go into spoilers, so just so you know, um, it's one of those films where you've got to make up your own mind. And this is what I want to talk to you about later when we get to that point. Um, so it's definitely an, an interesting film in that way. It's it, For me, it was quite a slow burn um, into it. Uh, it was very slow. And the, and the payoff is a bit weird for me. Um, however, mm. I did enjoy the movie. Yeah. 
Um, I know what you mean about the pacing and about this, the sort of slowness. I didn't mind it because the production was pretty good. So and the acting was superb. Yeah, so the acting was. Forgive that pace. Yeah, and the acting was spot on, and the um, the, some of the imagery was really good and really interesting sets and stuff like that. So you know, from an art perspective, it was um, it was it was kind of washable, I suppose. Um, this obviously movie is not to be confused with the nineteen ninety seven, but a relic. You know, yeah, with, uh, Rona Mitra, I think it was. <laughs> Fucking dog shit. <laughs> uh, that, well, not to be confused with The Relic Hunter, which was that shit TV show. <laughs> oh, fucking funny. Um, but I don't know. It was the opening credits were great. Like the, as the way it sort of started is like mm-hmm. proper opening credits, like a wave. It was like really interesting the way it sort of like moved with the music. It was such an inter- a weird, interesting tone. I thought that meant that it was going to be set near like the sea, the way they were sort of positioning it, the the, the sound and stuff like that. But there's nothing, no real indication there. <laughs> anyway, it's just near some woods and stuff like that, which again, you know, was something to do with heartbeat. I mean, this was close to my heart in this one because like this movie centers around. You know, um, the grandma who, who we're sort of leading down a sort of rabbit hole of potential, you know, dementia and all that sort, that sort of thing. You know, she's, there's something not right, quite right. So it was going to, you know, are we going to put her into a grandma into a home? Is she forgetting things? There's post-it notes everywhere. We sort of led to believe that this, and, you know, that's the sort of, I guess, what you're, you're toying with. It's such an interesting, um, uh, sort of story and um, sort of like, like catalyst for an idea because you know that is it's quite um, you know it's such a horrible disease and stuff like that. Uh, some you know when you you lose your you lose your mind your memories and all that sort of stuff and you decay and you start to forget things it's awful um, awful thing to sort of go through and stuff and from a, an outside perspective and you know for the person going through it as well so that was really interesting sort of take and to put a sort of overlay a kind of i don't know i want to say fantasy law something over it um like do you remember like a, almost like a disguise do you remember that movie uh, an american no not a hole an american haunting do you remember that one and is that the one where she's possessed but they think that she might have um Oh no! I thought you were going to talk. Oh no! I'm thinking the exorcism of Emily Rose. Something. Yeah, they're all sort of similar. It's almost like it's like it's following a potential um, real illness. That's what everyone sort of like mm. you know, thinks that it is. But there is there some kind of fantasy paranormal? Yeah. Thing so is it, yeah. Is it, is it one or the other kind of thing? Because yeah. I, I I totally thought by the kind of. The, the name of this film called Relic, I thought it was going to be dealing with some kind of evil kind of either, not really spirit, but like kind of folklore creature that has inhabited the mum. I think that's what they want to lead you down that garden path kind of thing in thinking that. Or is it that or is it not this? Because um, the grandma kind of basically goes missing uh, for days and no one knows where she is. Um, and the daughter and, and, and the mum come to find her, and then she just turns up a couple of days later, and like they don't know where she's been or what she's been doing. 
But yeah, and then they've been going on. Yeah, it's a very weird tone, and it's like, um, and she doesn't really, you know, recognize the fact that she's been gone anywhere, even though clearly her feet are dirty and all this sort of stuff. So it's like, what the fuck? Where did she go? Was but it? Then it's also she's also dismissive over it. And goes, oh, nothing's. I'm not going to talk about it. And it's just like, you know. And then it leads you down that path again of thinking: is is it is it Alzheimer's? Is this is this all this whole movie? in their minds do you know what I mean or in her mind or in the daughter's mind or, or what what is going on or is it just another kind of they're going to another world or something like that um, I don't know it's it's very, really trippy in places yeah and it's really interesting the fact that they go through the three generations as well like in the movie so grandma, granddaughter mother grandmother and stuff like that that was quite mm-hmm. an interesting sort of story and sort of seeing how different sort of um, generations react and stuff to what's going on. It's very mm. interesting. Um, but yeah, some really interesting tones, um, some really interesting imagery throughout, little weird kind of creepy moments and stuff like that. No real shock moment, though, was there? There was the old, um, kind of it's behind you kind of thing. Um, under the bed. The under the bed bit. Under the bed was quite cool. I like that. Um, but there's a kind of couple of shots where if you weren't looking really closely, like I noticed in the background, like the old kind of um, figure in the background. Um, and there was several times where I almost missed it. But it's literally a standing in plain day. So it's just a shadow of a person. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you literally you would miss it if you weren't looking in the background. Um, I like those clever little bits. Um, and the only thing, I don't know, what I really want to talk to you about, what did you make of there's a part in the movie where the daughter obviously finds the kind of um, room that leads to another room and then she gets trapped? What, no what, what did you make of that? What did you she think? She was going through a fucking maze of in, in the wall, in the cavity. What was she experiencing in that? And finding the post-it notes, like it was like, it was almost like another person was living in that place, reminding themselves, like of the names, because I, I think on the post-it notes it was, it was the name, oh, her daughter or um, daughter's name is, but again, it's like, has the mother put this post-it note there, because she's trying to remember what her daughter's name is, or has this thing that's this an imposter inside her mum left the note there to know who these people are so they can infiltrate yeah. i don't know i don't know whether i'm seeing different things here but it's just a, That's real... a very interesting take but when she started going through the wall and into the into that weird sort of maze and stuff and it sort of threw her upside down i didn't know what was really going yeah, on she was going through walls and then into another bit and it and that bit, I thought that bit was quite cool where the walls were going like smaller and smaller. It made you feel a bit claustrophobic. Yeah. Which yeah, was definitely. quite good. Um, but then I can't, I like, I like the weird thing. It's like, again, it's, it's been done in other movies, but like the, the house is almost alive. It's really weird because the way they break through the house, it's got, there's this weird kind of veiny black stuff. And it's mm, yeah, like more. Yeah. Yeah. But it's on the house as well. So is that a connection of something? Is is that <laughs> house connected to? Do you know what I mean? It's just like what the fuck's going on? And yeah. I thought, I thought, 
you know at the start of the movie where they hear the banging in the, in the chimney breast and there's like like there's something behind the walls i was like oh my god is there going to be some time kind of thing where that's actually the daughter banging on the door I and mean, then it's like i thought it's like i have a weird time thing or well, something I feel like in the stella yeah <laughs> almost i was like because i was like well she's trapped in the wall she's going the same way or was it where this 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 supernatural being was hiding in the walls? I don't know. It's really weird because there's also a load of talk about this house is. I don't want to go back to this house. I don't. I I have to be. I have to be drawn back to this house. I have to stay here, and then I'm scared. There's something coming for me. The grandma was like, "Something's coming for me." Like, it's weird. It's really really strange. So it's kind of like, but like you said, it's touched on the Alzheimer's kind of thing. Is it just her? kind of not registering with the outside world and just being in this house on her own in the middle of nowhere. I, I don't, I don't really. Yeah. It's good though. That's sort of a good movie though. The sign of a good movie when it makes you think, makes you really sort of ask questions of it. Um, but like, I don't, I mean, personally, I don't think there is an answer. Well, well then explain to me the ending, the fucking peeling off the, I mean, there was some interesting imagery right at the, towards yeah. the end. Yeah, it um, was interesting. Really well done. Like leg- the leg break was proper fucked. Like, uh, that was pretty fucking cool. And then, like, what the hell's going on with Grandma? Are we saying that is Grandma, or is she now being taken over by whatever the fuck it is? And then she goes all weird, and, and then and she starts peeling off her skin and exposing mm. this, like, black body. Shoot me down. I know this might be a really, really wanky thing to, do, to say, because I'm not, I'm not really into these things like these metaphors or whatever, but I don't know what they're called. But it's like... you got the right word. It's, it's almost like they're peeling her skin off and she's frail and withered inside. But and but they're saying it's kind of... It's not on the outside that matters. It's what's on the inside. So it doesn't matter how you act, whether you have Alzheimer's or you uh, are kind of uh, are breaking down. It doesn't really matter what you're like outside, but it's inside that counts. I don't know whether that's just me being a bit. I mean, yeah, it's, lovely, it's a lovely, lovely thought process and imagery and, and metaphorical way of looking at it. But like, then to add to the sort of take it away from that's reality, what I thought this this bit you're going to say is it, like, all right, she's marked. Is she marked as well? Yeah, and, is, so and then it's passed like, over to her now, or yeah. is there something there? Is there something more than the uh, than we think? And it's that's good. And it's again at the end of the movie, you're like, "Ha, huh, I'm not mm. bloody sure." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But an interesting watch, very stylish movie. Um, yeah, and uh, obviously it touches on some um, interesting um, plots and stuff like that for, from you know from somebody who's people who've actually dealing with like people that have got dementia. And like you know, my nan. Is in a dementia ward at the moment, so it's like you know, it's it, it a little bit at home, but it was it was still very it was a very creative and very interesting story. It's different um, as well because it's like there's not a lot of kind of horror horror stories that that, that base around that kind of thing. If if you want to call it a horror story or not, um, it's kind of like it's an interesting subject. And apart from the pacing, everything else was great. Uh, you know. Um, I didn't feel myself drifting away from the story and it obviously invoked something in me to talk about it to you like I did 
So I think I, I kind of enjoyed it. Just a note on the music that you touched on, the music and stuff like that, and the sounds. It's really weird. I read something about the sounds because I was interested about the kind of weird kind of soundtrack and stuff. Apparently, there's some of the sound effects in it are to mimic um, sensory and memory loss that they've actually got from kind of uh, uh, patients that have suffered with Alzheimer's or dementia, um, which was really interesting that they've, they've taken those kind of like things from actual patients, the sounds, and made it in, in, incorporated into sound effects, which is weird to make you feel a bit more kind of like in the film, I suppose, which was interesting. Ah, so it really got, it really hit some, you know, resonated, I think. Mm. Mm. Really interesting. Oh, what would you... um? I mean, this was £3.49 mm-hmm. to rent on Amazon Prime. We established that we were thinking nine ninety nine or whatever, but it was £3.49, so not bad. Definitely worth a watch. What do you think about numbers, though? What about what would you rate this? Really hard, really hard one to sort of give a give a true number in there. Yeah, it's a weird one because I just I'm not a one to have, think uh, like have an ending wrapped up in a bow for myself because I don't care about that, you know. Um, However, it, that leads you on to talk about it, and it's a conversation piece. But I'd probably, I'd probably give it a seven out, seven refs out of ten. Yeah, I was, I was swaying around the same part. It was sort of nearly an eight, nearly an eight. Yeah, I'm like more. I'm like, I, I thought a six, and then I was like, no, actually, like after the conversation and stuff, and the fact that it made me think and sat with me, and like, yeah. you know, it, it was definitely a seven, definitely a seven movie. Mm. Yeah, really go out there and seek this one out and watch it. Definitely worth watching. Definitely watch worth a watch. Yeah, recommendation. And it's a strong, strong movie that is shifted. It's one of the strongest ones that have come off the back of Fright Fest this year that has sure. moved on to Amazon Prime uh-huh. already with pace. You know, so that's really, really cool. Well done. Um, but yeah, go and check this one out. Funny enough, you say that. Do you know one of the uh, producers was, um, I think it's um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm, okay. Interesting. He right. was one of the about, there's like fucking nine like producers on it or something like that. Um, and, and it's like, I was like interested because I saw it in the credits and I was just like, oh. Maybe it's the subject matter and stuff like that. There's, really? su- there's like, this, <laughs> there's, there's 16 producers and Jake Gyllenhaal's one. Which was very interesting, I thought. Ooh. And the other thing I didn't I didn't know, this is an Agbo film, and I don't know if you know who Agbo are. No, go on. But they're basically uh, Anthony and Joe Russo who did Civil War. Uh, oh yeah. Just, yeah. Joe Russo, bro, yeah. Yeah. So that this is their company. So they've they've got a film company that do loads of movies and they take on directors and stuff that are very not not really heard of, so it's kind of giving them a chance and they kind of nurture them, help them, give them the, the funding that they need. So it's quite interesting to see, see this come out from their studio because it's Could interesting. Be seeing a new A24 sort of This is what I think, this is the kind of thing I think they're going for, is weird and wonderful storytelling. So mm-hmm. I think we've got loads more cool stuff to see from them. Awesome. Oh, that was a good, good conversation, mate. Enjoyed that. Yeah, it was it was good. All right, we're not really sure. We've got a couple of ideas for next episode, so I'm going to keep that one close to our chest, I, I do believe. There are a couple of ones that are floating out about there that are definitely worth our time talking about. Right then, shall we get on to our to our something to scream about? Who 
I basically asked Matt in the week, what the fuck should we talk about? Because we didn't have anything to talk about last episode. And we might come up with a new little, might have come up with a new little uh, idea, a new little segment, because we're we're both collectors and stuff out of stuff. Um, you know, anything to do with horror, basically, anything to do with toys, almost. I mean, look at Matt's bloody room, ever, then you'd know that he loves a collection. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I, I'm sort of like a bit more scaled back, but I got my, I got a few little bits. So we're going to start bringing. Um, I think some of our merch to talk about some of our little collectibles that we've sort yeah. of a moment where maybe we've met people and stuff like that. Yeah, and what you know, and talk about talk about the actual piece. I suppose I think that's the idea behind it. So we're going to call it "Show Me What You Got." Is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> something, 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 <laughs> me here. Something to toy with. Something to toy with. Yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah, something to what you got? Show me, show me what you got. What are you going to talk about? Well, I bought this with you, I do believe. Okay. Um, I believe we were at the uh, London Film and, and Comic <laughs> London Film and Comic Convention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as LFCC. LFCC. Quite a few years ago now. I mean, it's, it's, it's looking old. It's from NECA, yeah. and it's very apt for today's episode. It is my. I don't know if you remember this, the Chucky head knocker that I bought. Oh, yeah. Do you remember me purchasing this? Yes, I do. Now, it's been in this box up on the shelf, and I, like, got it out today. And like, good guy's box. It's a fucking great box. I'm going to send you some pictures, because we'll pop this on social media afterwards so you can, you know, see what we've got. Mm. And I'm going to put the box back on the shelf. Look at that box. It's awesome. Proper yeah. guy's got that box. And that's what sort of... It's by Necker. Yeah. The NECA toy. So one of the only, uh, one of the, I think this is one might the only NECA toy that I actually own. I know you own few, but I'm really, uh, so I'm really proud of this one. I fucking absolutely, it's made in China, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's so freaking cool. Gonna, God, I love his expression on his face as well. No, I'm gonna like, keep. Ah, he's full on kill pose. Yeah, I'm gonna his keep. Little, his little buck teeth for the front as well as quality. It's definitely from Charles Play, the first one. Um, you know, he's got his little voodoo knife and stuff like that, and that was a big part of the actual movie. But I'm going to keep this out of his box, and I'm going to leave it on my desk as a nice little, like, nice little thing, because it's here I'm working from home. And I'd like to look at this and look at his little head, proper head oh, knock. That sounds, sounds wrong. Lock. <laughs> <laughs> It's on a nice base as well. I don't see that. Yeah, it's solid, mate. It's a good, pe- a good kit. The colouring's ace. The paint, the sort of paint, mm. you know, all round. It's actually a fucking really, really quality piece of, um, piece of merch. And from one of my favourite sort of horror franchises to date, mm. uh, I fucking love this piece, man. And you know, I got it when I was with you. That's pretty cool. Pretty good memories and stuff. Like that. And I just noticed he's got the the little hammer on the bottom. He box. has. He's got his little hammer, and he's got oh, a reference to something we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's very. It is. It's on a cool plinth. It's so cool. I'll send you some pictures, and you can pop them up on social media. But I just really like this piece. Yeah. I like the box yeah. that it came in. Make sure you get a picture of the box, and we'll put that on there as well. Yeah, I've, sent, I've got a picture, but it only cost me 
at the time. I, I think it was a good deal. I think it yeah. was like sixteen ninety five. Nice. So I mean that is if I don't probably, even know if I probably be worth triple that now. I don't know, but that's a good little price for this bad boy. I think I got a really good deal on this, in in my opinion, in my humble opinion. <laughs> but I'm gonna pop that on my desk so I can like see him literally on a day. He's gonna stare at me. And next, he's next to Pennywise at the moment. But yeah, I've got a few head knockers, and that's uh, so I'll be bringing up. He's actually he's looking at the box. I didn't look at that. He's from Charles. It says Charles Play Free. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think he was Charles Play Free. Charles Play Free was like was in the army. I don't know why it says Charles Play uh, Free on it. That is quite interesting. I might have to do a bit more research on that bad boy. That's but yeah, cool. that's the that's the piece that I thought I'd, I'd start something to toy about. That is a good one. I like that. It's good. What are you bringing? Well, I'm going to bring my piece. Just wait there. So, it's like the last day of school, isn't it? So. My piece is also kind of like a figure, and it's probably, it is one of my favourite things, and you bought it for me. Did I? Yeah, and it's not the thousand piece jaws puzzle you bought me for Christmas. Have you not, have you not done that yet? No, I haven't started yet. But this sits on my shelf with pride, and I love him so much. It is (laughs) my very own Critter. Christ. This bad boy's quality. Now you you bought me this, you bastard, for when you went without me. I'll never forgive you. To New York Comic Con, um, and you brought it back, and you unveiled it, and I fucking love it. He's so cool. Did the box survive? Yeah, I've got the box. I've put it in in keeping, like in the kind of garage to keep it the box and stuff. Yeah, I don't know who it's from. I don't know who it's from. I, 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 it was in a little tiny shop. Yeah, I'm that. not sure. I'm not sure it's from. But they uh, only had two. If they had, oh, really? If they had more, I would have bought more. Yeah, like have a whole load of critters. Cause I do believe you can get them. I, I think they've released two new ones, um, different colours. But this one's cool because he's like he's the original. Got little white flecks in his hair and he's like brown, but. His face is awesome with thousand teeth. It's just like, and his red eyes. It's like the one that's peering through the kitchen. It's one of the yeah. best ones I've seen, to be honest. There's a lot but of poetry out there, but. You do not get a lot of critters stuff, especially toys at all. So when you brought this back, it was like, that's amazing. Because we both absolutely love critters as well. And he sits on my shelf. And my little boy, Indy, he's only like, well, he's now three, but when he's about two, still does it now. He comes in and he, he goes, he points to him because he's scared of him and he won't, he won't touch him because I always make, make fun and like try and go, Rawr! try and make him bite. <laughs> he busts that. that. But he does it, he does, he's not really that scared. And he goes, can I say night to him? And then like, I have to get him out and he pats his hair like that, brushes his hair back and then gives him a little kiss on the head. Yeah, we're talking. back on my shelf. This critter is only what, what would you say? Is that the size of a, a bit bigger than a pop? That's about the same size as a pop, but yeah. Yeah, about about the same size, yeah. I got mine by my TV. It just sort of stares at me when I'm watching the TV. He's brilliant. <laughs> but he stays in my cabinet, and he's just like always making sure his like hair's nice and neat. But he's fucking awesome. Absolutely love him. Yeah, that is quality. That was probably one of my. It, it survived better than the. Uh... You just don't get a lot of it. It's crit stuff. That's the thing. That's, I I got a crit's T-shirt the other day. 
it's because it's the first time I've seen one like this in the UK that's not like a thousand pounds for shipping. So I bought it and it's fucking awesome. But I love this guy. Brilliant. I love British merch. It's like right up there for me with uh, fucking killer, like killer clowns from outer space merch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I would love. I'd love a um, quad poster of it, like the original movie posters. But they're about like about 100 quid. Oh, talking talk about. Yeah, the original posters are amazing. Talking about original posters, fucking the Charles Play poster, that would be a sick fucking poster. Mm. That fucking yeah. house with the lightning in the eyes, that's a really good poster. It's a synonymous, synonymous cover, isn't it? It's just yeah. like once you see that built apartment block, you know, you know straight away. Yeah, that would be cool. I really enjoyed that. That was cool. I really enjoy talking about merch and looking at our little things. I think that's a cool little segment. I think we'll keep that because I got yeah, some. Maybe we should do like every other one, like do cool. something to scream about subject and then we do kind of um, merch yeah. in between. Something like, to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like a regular. Talking about our shit that people don't can see. <laughs> well, it's a visual medium. But it's good. No, I like it. I think people appreciate it. Because I've got a load of things I really would love to talk about. With, it has like a little attachment to it. Yeah, yeah. it's nice to get them out. Mm. And, and that, yeah, it's nice to get them out as well. Yeah. And look at them. That's what they're <laughs> there for. <laughs> anyway, enough of this tomfoolery. From one toy to another, let's get on to our movie from the vault. Everyone has a birthday they'll always remember. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? A good guy! I knew it! Hi, <laughs> I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? This is Andy's. Time for bed, Andy. Good night, baby. Good night, Aunt Maggie. Accidents happen at home. How did that happen? This is no accident. Andy! I'm Detective Mike Norris. Homicide. Andy! Miss Peterson's dead, Miss Barclays. She fell from the kitchen window. Someone's moved in with the Barclay family. And so has terror. Mommy, I know who was on the counter. Andy! Who, Andy? Chucky. Nobody believes you. Why won't you believe me? Because I'm sane. This is Barkley sane and rational. No one believes the truth. <laughs> or lives to tell it. There's nothing nice about murder. And there's nothing innocent about child's play. This episode's Move from the Vault was my pick, and I picked the 1988 film by United Artists, Child Play. Play, oh my God. Um, 
I'll read the IMDb. Why not? Start it off like that. A single mother gives her son a much sought-after doll for his birthday, birthday, only to discover that it is possessed by the soul of a serial killer. That is the IMDb. Not a bad one. I mean, it stars the beautiful Catherine Hicks, one of her sort of only horror albums, I believe. She does a lot of comedy. She plays Karen Barkley. Uh, Chris Sarandon, we know him from Fright, you know, Fright Night, fucking epic. Uh, he plays Detective Morris. Alex Vincent, who literally became, you know, is part of this franchise moving forwards. And obviously Brad Duroff uh, as uh, Charles Lee Ray and Chucky. I mean, he is the voice, the voice of Chucky. Can you remember, we're playing this game again, can you remember the first time you watched this movie? Oh, Lord. Um... It would have been it would have been rented from the video shop for definite because yeah. like we've just spoke about um the artwork i vividly remember when i was a kid seeing that poster in the window um and being really interested and i saw um kind of like i think i might have seen a trailer on something else for it um and it's just spooky isn't it? anything toy related that fun comes alive is spooky yeah, Matt. I mean, with me, it was, um, this was, this came after. So, uh, when I sleep over when I was about eight. Oh, there we go. Three young boys there, they come again. We actually rented Charles Play 2, which is the sort of, from a VHS standpoint, you get to see Chucky's face and stuff like that mm-hmm. on, the, on the VHS. So you're like, what the fuck is this? So we didn't get Charles Play, we got Charles Play 2. That was the first one I watched out of the, out of the two. Mm. Um, very, fucking excited to watch it awful awesome awesome movie and then went back and was able to watch Charles play as well fucking it's just one of my favorite it became one of my favorite things as a kid and going into teenagers because it's just such a creepy idea i mean any any sort of toy based horror movie i fucking loved like even to the shit like garbage pale kids movie <laughs> they're like puppet master demonic kid uh, demonic toys Dolly Dearest, Dolls, those those fucking movies. I just absolutely loved the idea of your toys coming to life. You know, it, from a horror perspective, it's it's a really interesting concept. And even from like, you know, then you get like Toy Story and stuff. Like that. It's just a fucking fun, great idea. Oh, yeah. Even Toy Story um, riff on it, don't they? In some part, in yeah. some parts. Um, but I want to ask you a question. Was there ever a toy that you were really, really fascinated in, that you really wanted when you were a kid? That, oh, fuck no, I wanted loads of shit. Um, that I, there's loads of stuff that I didn't get. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I never got it. I think I like board games and stuff, like, like Scrooble Scramble and stuff. Like the st- I think, like, we always, like, Star Wars figures, right? Were no, I, I was a Mr. Frosty, mate. Never got Mr. one. Mr. Frosty, I never got. Three years in the trough. Yeah, totally. Never got Mr. Frosty. You know, do I hear something funny? I got one for like my 18th birthday as a joke from my parents because I never ever got one. (laughs) And you know what? Because they took the blades out of it, uh, it it was fucking shit. It didn't cross the ice properly, so we ended up making cocktails and getting pissed out of our heads. And you were there, Um, but yeah, that party. I don't remember. I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You were there. (laughs) Yeah, we ended up giving up on the Mr. Frosties and we just had cocktails instead. 
just ran my mum and dad's house. But it was good. Okay. But yeah, I just wondered if there was anything like that that you're after. Because it kind of, it did um, kind of, I did resonate with uh, Andy a little bit. Because there's always toys you want that's always ra- rammed down your throat. <clears throat> like in cartoons and stuff. And you want everything. That's like me now. I'm still the same now. I want everything to do with everything. Um, Teddy he's got, like, he's got the fucking pajamas on. He's got the fucking toolkit. He's got everything like good guy, hasn't he? Yeah, and I suppose the closest to that would be a Teddy Ruxpin. I did want a Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin, yeah. He was and, cute, wasn't he? Yeah. I never got one of those either. No, I, I really wanted that. But there was loads of like toys. Did that you have I, a glowworm? No, didn't have a glowworm. A lot, a lot no. of people love that. I didn't have one of those either. No. Anyway, let's get back to Charles' play. I lived around a couple of spoiled kids as well, and like who had fucking everything. Yeah, just like, wow. At least I get Voltron. To... They had Voltron, and I always wanted that. It's one of them had the. It's just the amount of Star Wars fucking figures they had. This is ridiculous. Those. Do you remember there was a game where you got you sort of? It was like almost. <laughs> it was almost like. Laser Quest, and it's like two guns and stuff like that. I always wanted that. Oh, wow. oh my god! Because you could run about and shoot each other. Yeah. Noises. Oh okay. mate. Someone else had that. Which oh, is fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, the oh, what was it? The fucking BMX, right? It's a BMX, a black BMX with that sort of mag wheels, but it was like it was it looked like um a like, fox. A fox. It was a fox. Yeah. So, like a plastic bit in the middle. Plastic of the black bit and it made noises. Yeah. yeah. I remember them. Yeah. Oh, I really wanted that as well. Yeah, my <laughs> mate had that as well. My mate. Yeah, no, I, I got, I got the, I, we found our, uh, the bike I got, we found. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did get, no, I did get a mountain bike. I think that was one of my best, but my best Christmas presents was like the mountain bike reveal that kept, stayed with me. The old rally. That was, uh, that, but you know, I can't complain. I won't complain. I was, you know, I got a Mega Drive when we were like, when we were like 10 or 11. That was like the present for like me, my brother and my sister and stuff. As they got best, you know, so I won't complain. <laughs> but you but yeah, right, right. but I'll tell you what, it is memory lane. Like uh, when they went yeah. into the, into the store at the beginning, you saw all those toys. You're like, oh, Good what, old days. where's a toy shop these days? This is the thing is like, I'm good now. Like Toys R Us is gone. Like it's, it's gone. And luckily, Monroe got to go there. My uh, my oldest got to go there quite a few times. I just think to myself, where do I take Indy? If I want to take him to look at mountains and mountains of toys and go, right, you can pick one thing, like we used to do when we were kids. Like, you don't do that now. You have to do it all online. It's so shit. But well, you could go to Tesco. Tesco's don't do a bad... I've got a bad little... They're okay. Thing. You know, those sorts of things. Is. I know, but they, is Smith's about... Smith's Toys is still around, but there's not one near us. But yeah, there's one in Reading, and there's there's a few died around. But apparently, we are getting one. Well, that was rumoured about a year ago, and it's still yeah. not here. Although, <laughs> if it was here, it'd be shut. <laughs> yeah. Smith Toys, we are welcome for discount. There are other We'd toy love shops. Some discount. <laughs> oh wait, there isn't any other toy shops. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does bring back memories. That old that toy shop. The weirdest thing about this um, first scene. Mm. Is one you fuck, fucking how how much of a budget did this movie have? Hope to hopefully we'll hear that later. Because fucking out, that was one that was one impressive fucking explosion at the start. 
The voodoo angle is a bit... There's some good explosives in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, that's what I was But the voodoo angle was always a bit... Was something that I always forgot. Yeah, you you always do forget that, because you're always thinking, how... I always thought... Because you forget, because there's so many movies, you always kind of go back and go, how did actually Chucky come to be Chucky again? Because it's so quick, isn't it? It happens so quick, and you think, what the fuck's going on here? And uh, that led me to one of my favourite bits of the movie as well. Like, I know we're rushing on a little bit, but obviously we'll go back. But it's the voodoo bit when he meets John, the voodoo fucking mm-hmm. man, and he starts mucking about with the voodoo doll and breaking limbs and stuff like that. I fucking love... I think that scene's probably one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Just like, I just love that sort of, like... I want to see more movies with voodoo dolls now where they just like actually just snap legs and stuff like that and it just actually happens to the person in front of them yeah i thought it was fucking great no it's gr- that bit is crazy good just really, yeah. stands there and just snaps his leg and it's like boom, oh fuck <laughs> fucking hell yeah i enjoyed that a lot but yeah i didn't really understand the, vo- the voodoo angle is a bit weird with charles lee ray um in this john fucking what he's a bank rob is he a bank robber is that was the the thing that's happened was it? I don't really understand. That's another thing. I don't what? really understand Charles why. Lee Ray. Yeah. Why? Why is he being? He's, chased? A, he's a fucking strangler. He strangles people, kills them. Right. He's he's a strangler. I, I think he's he's a no good person, is he? He's he's definitely a murderer. But then, why was his mate waiting for him in a van? I, was, I think he's just knocking about with him. <laughs> he's an accomplice. Accompanist. What is it? Accomplice. What, like it. Like in. Um... Portrait of uh, Henry Portrait. Yeah, I think so. But because um, it, it's like that opening scene is almost like a cop show, isn't it? Yeah. Massive shootout, car chase, fucking. But the, uh, the bit tiny the little gun. Is they sh- they shoot uh, Charles Lee Ray as he's running away, and the best part is where he, he he hides behind that kind of bridge kind of bit, and the cop sees him hide behind it, but the cop just drives straight past him. Yeah. I'm like. How did they not see him? They just shot his mate, his mate is like already like chasing him. Like, yeah, yeah there, obviously there's some weird little bits. Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 explosion in that fucking toy store was impressive. I mean, I was also like commenting on Andy's inability to pour fucking. What? Why is it when you watch a kid in any movie pour cereal? Right? Mm. They always overpour the fucking milk. Right. It's not... I poured milk. And, and, and not just the milk, the fucking cereal. That really pisses me like, off. His mum must have diabetes, mate, because she just used <laughs> that sugar. It was like ice cream on a charred bit of toast. Was that what that was? Was that ice that, cream? And how many how many spoonfuls of sugar did he put on that cereal? But, but you put... I put sugar on my cereal when I was little. I don't anymore. But... <laughs> I think fuck, the cereal we have when we are little probably had millions of sugar in it anyway. Cocoa Pops. But I never was a moron, right? I never over-poured my wow. fucking cereal. When I was allowed to pour my own cereal, right? I fucking poured my cereal, man. <laughs> fucking over-poured. By the sounds it. of it, you, your brother and your sister all shared about a thimble full of milk the way you're talking about your fucking toy there, yeah? <laughs> well, that's probably why, though. <laughs> that's probably why you didn't over-pour. <laughs> There's no milk in the fucking fridge. We had to have water on our cereal. Yeah, but that annoyed me a little bit. Also, that annoyed you. I love that. Selling, <laughs> selling toys in the alley, right? Who, that. who sells toys in the alley? <laughs> <laughs> why? 
Why have I never met a fucking, you know, somebody selling toys in an alley? I just thought that was fucking weird. Buzz Lightyear's out of stock. There's a crackhead with a Buzz Lightyear. I know. He's the fucking biggest crackhead. Right. He's got his... I like, I like the way they knock him down from 50 to 30. <laughs> Fucking tight ones. I mean, it's a hundred hundred dollar doll. It's set in Chicago, isn't it? I think it's supposed to be set in Chicago. No, it's New York. Is it New York? Yeah, but it's filmed in Chicago. I think. I don't know. Is it? Okay. Some some of the like architecture of the building. I have to comment on that. Was fucking incredible. Like the actual building and stuff like that, and like the all the lift systems and stuff like that. Those buildings are just incredible to the death traps. Then obviously right, Andy. This is a little thing that obviously Andy's mum. I think if they lost his dad or his dad died or left, I don't know. They don't really touch on that. So he's a single mum working at a department store. They don't live in the greatest area, but fuck me, do they have a nice big flat? And how many fucking toys has he got? Yeah. So they like single mum with one kid, no help from anyone else, thousands of toys, big apartment. Maybe it's a shit area. Maybe it's low rent, but I don't know. <laughs> don't know. He's got some fucking uh, good aunts, Aunt Maggie, who who they who obviously must have probably bought all the toys. Although she works at the department store too, mm. um, and yet she was the first kill. And yeah. did they mourn her? <laughs> no. <laughs> I said that to my missus because we were watching it. I was like, she's not really that fussed about her mate. Just being possibly committed suicide what they think at the start regardless of the big hammer in the side of her cheek but yeah she didn't she's a little bit upset then she just puts Andy to bed and everything's back to normal and he takes she's taking her to school in the morning yeah like, want, poor kid sure you can go to school it's like what my kid would be fucking right. what also, are you on about also when you were a kid were you allowed to take fucking toys to school no that was banned exactly is that only on special? I'm not only him walking in with a, a Chucky, a, a good guy doll. There was a guy in the background. Did you see that? Another guy was walking in with a good guy doll. I know. That's like inner in city kids, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I did think that Maggie got a raw deal, um, like not being mourned, considering she went out of her way to look after the kids so that she could get another shift or no she wasn't or just forced she was told yeah it wouldn't happen nowadays would it but I've got to look after my son sir don't care you're either doing your job fucking hell that's brutal isn't it Mm. we're fucking snowflakes now it's like I was thinking fuck you Baldy (laughs) 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 whatever the fucking name is I don't know what his fucking name was but I was like what a cunt and he's like you don't work yeah, double shift, and it's my kid's birthday. Don't give a fuck about your stupid rat fucking kid. <laughs> You're working tonight. I'm yeah. not, you're not working here. I'm like, fuck. Fair enough. But she's alright to go and take a fucking ten minute break and buy a fucking doll. <laughs> just fucking leave the counter. The uh, jewel, you know, the nice counter <laughs> where people would just rob shit. Not, not, not to mention, she just leaves the shit out on the counter to go and buy this doll. <laughs> Yeah. And he probably has a pop at, his, at, the, uh, at the auntie as well, doesn't he? Because he's like, you don't sell this stuff. You sell, like, fucking other shit that nobody cares about. Yeah. <laughs> but she tries to cover a shift. Maybe that's why, though. Maybe that's why 
um, she has got this apartment because she is like a better seller and she's like selling high end shit on comm- commission or something maybe yeah okay maybe. I'll get you off on that maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I can let her get away with it um, doll paranoia yeah what else do I write down here oh the poking the pokey through the, the car seat and stuff um, I like that I like that little car chase kind of fucking that was cool like car roll and he's just like stabbing him Again, because mm. he, he kind of he, he, he kind of, I because I forgot what happened and I was like is he pouring petrol on the car is he going to set a light because he's like on the top of the car stabbing around or like jumping around and stuff and he just steals the knife and runs off doesn't he yeah yeah <laughs> nice I, one thing I do want to talk about you know when she, the the mum teams up with uh, the cop yeah and they go looking for. What do they call him? The peddler. Is that what it is? The, the yeah, the peddler. That bit is wow dodge. It's like she she's wants answers out of him, and she's like, oh yeah, you can take this money. He's like, no, I don't want the money. You got anything else? <laughs> like now, what 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 was going to happen there? Uh, she was going to get raped, Matt. Before yeah. before like fucking Chris Sarandon, aka Jack Skellington, busted in. And saved her ass. Like, yeah. Like John, like fucking John Wayne. John Wayne, like Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry, with his gun. Yeah. That was, um, that was interesting. But yeah, some other good bits. He's, he's New York, mate, that is. Yeah. He kills off his mate, you know, blows that fucking building up. Again, good a, explosion. A good explosion, yet Andy was literally outside of that building. Yeah, yeah. I, I expected to see him flying across the fucking like, like when it blows up. It's like his little hat and his little legs. I know. I was like, how the fuck did they get? I don't know. But they keep they sort of think it's Andy, and then he goes into the obviously. He's the got bolt. some good ass clothes as well, Andy. And he's got like the fucking baseball, of lemon jacket, matching hat, trainers. Again, spoiled. Mate. Spoiled. To ride the subway as well. He can ride the fucking the the overtrain and uh, how old is six. Uh, yeah, I think so. But yeah, fucking crazy. Mental. Um, I thought a lovely line that they put into this movie because I was thinking, mate, I can Chucky's remember. A, Chucky's a bit of a pedo, mate. Chucky is a one-liner, mate. Because the other movies he gets loads of liners. This one, he ain't got that. I've, there was a lot less one-liners than I can remember. I think it's because the other movies have so many because they kind of went to town on it, didn't they? I think they put like one or two, and then like the others just they. they it was almost like Freddy, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. yeah, they have that sort of thing, and then like they, and then it, thing, it? Let's and then it went catchphrase central. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what you say, Chucky's a pedo. Well, he did he, one because he goes to bed every night with a six-year-old child. There is that. And he did say to John the Voodoo when he was killing him, I have a date with a six-year-old kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, we haven't even touched on fucking... uh, I am uh, On (laughs) We haven't even touched on um, Lee Ray Charles' Charles' apartment. (laughs) Fucking what the fuck's going on in his apartment, mate? What's his apartment? You can't even remember. No. All the walls have got like pictures of him shagging people and like <laughs> like demons and shit with his face on. He's a fucking weird guy. Oh, so fucking apartment, mate. Yeah, it, there's a real seedy element to this movie. It's fucking great. A lot with that with the voodoo and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, there was a, one of my favourite lines in the whole movie is delivered by Andy. Mm. Where he, and he says it with such confidence for a six-year-old kid. This is the end, friend. It's so fucking weird where he says it. And I'm like, do I like that line? Do I like that? Because usually I moan like a bastard. And I'm like, with kids, like kid actors and stuff like that. But I'm like, nah, I think that was a fucking good line. I think he did all right. It wasn't not too annoying. It sounded really creepy. With him, he had, an, he had not very many lines. So that was enough. <laughs> if they put too many in, it would have pissed you off. Um, but yeah, there's not actually that many kills. In this well, movie, we're talking Maggie, John, the uh, his mate. I can't, I don't know his mate's name. The one who buggered off. That's free. Blown up. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. And sort of, yeah, just three kills. Oh, so quite, shit, quite low. That's quite the kill. Oh no, no, no. The uh, psychologist. Uh, did he kill the guy? Psychologist in the end. Oh shit! Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, 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 Fried, yeah. That was it. Fried, Fried that. Down here, look. Electro head. Electro head. That's quite good. That the um. The effects on that when he's frying that fucking yeah. guy is pretty brutal. Um, that, that was quite cool. I like that. After okay. his, his mum just let him get put in a fucking mental institution. Um, I thought the burning dwarfs were pretty brutal. Obviously, they had a little bit of fire play. Mm. So when, when Chucky got, you know, burnt later on, and it was, you know, obviously little people and stuff like that and being burnt, so... Workers uh, right we've that. got to talk about we have to talk about the puppetry in this because the fucking puppetry is fucking brilliant on Chucky's face spot on the animatronics and like um was just fucking brilliant really really good you know we're talking 80s here so you know it, we're in it's the heyday of animatronics you know they're, they're cusping on really good stuff but yeah I thought his, his, his whole structure of his face the way he comes alive the way it looks fucking cool I thought the the stuff where they actually use real people was a little bit dated now, a little bit. But the animatronics is fucking amazing. Absolutely love it. Thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And the way they just the way he mounted and it exposes everything inside. Well, obviously this comes from the great Tom Holland. You know, who did mm-hmm. Fright Night, Thinner. You know, the the latest Charles play and stuff. Like that. He's got a great Stella, but um, like caliber of. Um, horror under his belt and obviously but written the, by Don Mancini yeah but the puppetry the special effects um, they were it was there was a guy in there, there was, I'm hoping you're going to tell me ho- hopefully you're going to tell me in the in I doubt right okay um, but he was like a real famous one he did Freddy didn't he and I think as well and he didn't he, he's in Bordello of the Blood um, like he's in Halloween Children of Children the Corn movies and he's fucking like so many, um, like he's got a massive like it's Kevin Kevin Yeager his, his name is, and I think he was uh, who who uh, his um, I think he was a puppet puppetry on most of the movies if I remember rightly, but he met and married Catherine Hicks. Oh, um, oh yeah, because uh, yeah yeah I, I read about that somewhere because I watched the, there was a little on my lovely copy that I got um, there's a, a little. Like I think there was 2007's Monster Convention or something like that. It had oh, okay. uh, Alex Vincent, um, her and Chris Randon in it, and she talks about that, saying that they met, and the fact that she thought, ah, uh, she didn't really like horror, but um, she's bound to be in the second movie, when, <laughs> and she wasn't. And then obviously she was coming in 
to uh, give him his sandwiches and stuff like that while he was doing the puppetry on the movie. Amazing. <laughs> Which is fucking cool. But, I mean, this is great. I love it. Like like you said, the animatronics are fucking like top-notch. I didn't like when they did... And I think they kept kept that sort of physicality of the mm-hmm. Chucky doll. And it made me want so much merch. Yeah. Like, I wanted it always. I always wanted a Chucky doll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fascinated with it. That's fucking great. I, I, this one's, this one's got a special place in my heart. And like Brad Duraf is the voice of Chucky. I mean, he is an incredible actor, an incredible bad guy. His face is made to be a bad guy. He's not a good looking chap, unfortunately. He's just <laughs> one of those, he's just got one of those faces. What? But he's, he's got one of those faces where you just like, yeah, you're, oh, I don't know. You're a bad guy. But, um, his voice though is just like you hear it in it, and it's just like that is like as soon as you hear the first thing comes out of his mouth, it's Chucky. Yeah, but he's done some big movies, man. He was in Wor- he was Worm Tongue in Lord of the Rings, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was also in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Early Doors, Jack Nixon. He's he's a big actor that that guy. So um, yeah, very very cool. Very, very cool movie. Very fun. And, you know, Child's Play 2 is probably one that we would definitely get to do in the future. Because I'd definitely... Oh, I'd, love, I'd love to do 2 and 3. Yeah. Um, the others aren't too bad. I mean, what we got? Cedar Chucky, Cult of Chucky. <laughs> Fucking loads of them. Yeah. <laughs> Bride of Chucky. Because Andy's in a lot of them, isn't he? He comes back. Alex Vincent. He's definitely in 1, 2 and 3. Not, I don't think he's in three. Um, okay, he's in one and two. Mm. I, I don't know about the rest. He's, I know he he came later, but there's like absolutely loads, yeah. Yeah, because obviously the, 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 the third one was in the army, wasn't it? That's correct, yeah. yeah the third one was in the army. He was in, he comes back as um, Andy Barkley um, in Curse of Chucky. That's it, yeah. And Cult of Chucky. So he's yes. in both of those as well, which is fucking great. Because it's just like, and like, like Cult of Chucky especially was just like, that was at Fright Fest, I think, like a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very good. Very good. Well, give me some Matt's facts. Okay. I'll give you some Matt's facts. Um, yeah, a couple of ones. Like, I didn't even make this out. It's quite, I like, his name's pretty cool. Like, as a, as a, like, bad guy, Charles Lee Ray. You just think, that's a bad guy's name, isn't it? Yeah. didn't realise, obviously Charles, Charles Manson, Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald, and Ray, James Earl Ray. Like, these are all killers. Obviously, they they made their names from, his name from them, which was interesting. Very, very interesting. So, a very early draft of this um, was, it, the doll was called Buddy. His name was Buddy, not Chucky. And apparently the original story was going to be that he somehow got his blood mixed with Andy. Um, and like he only came alive at night and he would only kill people Andy told him to kill or go after people that pissed off Andy. That was in the original draft. They sort of touched on that sort of um, a little bit on the latest one with uh, Aubrey Plaza, didn't they? Mm, kind of, yeah. So maybe they took some stuff from that. I'm not sure. So the working title for this movie was quite interesting when it was being made it was called uh, named it Batteries Not Included and <laughs> great this, movie great movie loved, I love the movie I've got a quad poster of it I love it I love that movie it's 
brilliant. But um, this was before Spielberg was making the movie of the same title, which was quite funny. But it had uh, it, before it came um, become Child's Play, they went with they did have the name Blood Buddy, and then it became Child's Play after that. I couldn't imagine anything else. Child's Play is perfect for some mm. reason. It just works. Battery's not included. It's a good thing, though. It's like it's quite, quite clever. Good. Yeah, like <laughs> a bit of a different movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, Brad DeRiff, like, obviously he does all the voices, uh, the voice for Chucky. He wasn't even on set at all. Apparently, did all of it off off set. Um, and when when they basically wanted him talking to Andy, they used uh, just tapes and played them to Andy while they while they did it, which was I thought was a bit weird. I don't. They really I, I, I heard something different. I, I heard that he was on set. Oh really. Yeah, my sources might be wrong. This is all off the internet. I pull these from. So yeah, he did come into set sometimes, but obviously Mm. most most of his work was done in LA, where they were shooting shooting in Chicago. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Um, so this is weird. Uh, Charles Play was dis well not weird. Charles Play was um, disowned by MGM uh, MGM United Artists because of the subject matter. They didn't like it. Um. And then Universal bought up the rights and now have the rights and made all the sequels. So, bit of a weird uh, under one. the uh, un, is it under the Orion banner after that? I don't know. Not sure. It's Universal now. Right. Now, um, so I'm going to read off some last bit. It's quite big this bit because I wanted to read about this bit because it tells you all about the original kind of work print of the movie. Um, because it was over two hours long. Other sources mentioned that the original cut was two and a half or near to three hours long. Some scenes that were deleted or cut down was the original opening in which Mike is dressed in a woman's clothes in order to catch Charles Lee Ray, which I thought was quite funny. That's fucking great. Uh, Andy showing Chucky his room. He doesn't do in the film a little bit. Andy falling into a ditch in front of Eddie Caputo's hideout as it explodes. There you go, that might answer a few questions. Right. Chucky's witch doctor friend, John Dr. Death, performing a ritual dressed in the voodoo priest's clothes, so they cut that out. Uh, Andy befriending a young girl during his time in a mental hospital, which I think you see the mum chatting to her when you, when, when they go away, so they've obviously cut something out. Um, so yeah, he's, um, befriending a young girl during his time in a mental hospital. Later on, Chucky, Chucky tricks the same girl to help him out to find Andy. Uh, more footage of Ch- Chucky uh, stalking Andy at the mental hospital was cut out. Uh, but the DVD commentary also mentions alternate ending, which Mike is one of, uh, is the one that kills Chucky by decapitating him with a baseball bat. The deleted scenes of Chucky, um, of Charles Play 1988 have never surfaced in any form online. Director Tom Holland says the scenes were in his script. He shot them, but was deleted as the movie was cut. Really weird. I you can see kind of the mental hospital having a little bit more beefy to it, like a little yeah. bit more storyline. Because no, I love very that. In, I love the ending with like the fucking animatronics of that ending. Oh yeah, it's, it's like fucking off. mini Terminator, isn't it? Yeah. It's like when he won't die, it's like no matter what you do, Damn. it'll come Damn. back. Damn. Fucking yeah. I love that. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. His his cop yeah. mate, his pathetic cop mate with a porn tash that doesn't <laughs> believe anything. Uh, why would you? <laughs> And then the Anne comes out and starts choking him. It's like, what the fuck? How strong is this fucking doll? <laughs> it's Love crazy. It. It's 
fucking crazy good movie. Yeah. He's a classic, mate. He's up there. Chuck is up there with the best, mate. He's up, totally. he's up there with Freddy. He's up there with Jason. He's up there with Michael. He's got to be. And Do for that know? reason, in my opinion, he gets a fucking 10 for this movie. Absolutely. Kicks off but a fucking out, franchise at last. That. He's a synonymous fucking member of the horror society, mate. He's he's a badass. He's a one-liner. All fucking day. He's a fucking legend and a hero. <laughs> and he's ginger. Wow. <laughs> Forgive him. Forgive him for that. But yeah, Charles Play definitely gets a 10. 10 breaths out of 10. From drawing last breath. Woohoo! Right. After that fucking great caper, let's find out what we're watching next episode. Mr. This, Carter. This is going to be an interesting one. Because for the next episode, we are going to be, our movie from the vault is going to be Chopping More. Is it fucking really? Yeah. Ah. So we talked, talked about it earlier. I'd yes. actually, I, I definitely had started, I picked this a couple of days ago, and it's so weird you mentioned it. Because obviously you talked about a t-shirt, so we'll definitely be doing Chopping More. Um, for you, you, for people out there, um, what is is this on anything? I know it's on YouTube for free. Uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime last time, so hopefully it's still on. Yeah, there. it's still there. You're right. It is. I saw it the other day. That's what that's what sparked my okay cool fascination with yes. <laughs> Go you, what, have you watched this one yet? No, I haven't. Yes, I mean, I, I'm saying I'm like I fascinated this movie for fucking years, but I only watched you it. Keep it back. Hold it back. <laughs> Okay. Oh, great, great pick. Gonna... Yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna delve deep in our thoughts. Let's let's do proper eighties. Get Kelly fun. Maloney and fucking Barbara Crampton in the same movie. Awesome. Awesome, mate. Can't bloody wait. All right, that's cracking. All right, well that's episode seventy done. On next week's episode, seventy um... episodes, mate. No, mate. Seventy. No, no. We're doing well. We're getting to hundred next year. <laughs> <laughs> all right so our next episode we got our main review will probably be something from netflix or shudder or something like that obviously we're not going to cinema yet <laughs> and then um i'll move from the vault match just pulled out an absolute gem chopping mall and if anyone wants to get involved with us something to scream about give us a shout on our twitter facebook instagram but even if you want to tell us about your favorite collectibles and we could talk about them on the show yeah we'll talk about you we don't want yeah. to talk about us. Let's talk about you. Wow. We do like talking about us quite a lot. <laughs> and on that note, the Stay note, safe. There's only one thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreath.com pod at hotmail.com.